Welcome to the youth service. Please stand and sing with us as we worship God together.
Say.
Father, we thank you for all the ways in which you are at work in our lives. Thank you for your grace upon us this past week and for the promise of your grace in the week ahead and for being with us here now as we worship you. We pray that you will be glorified in our songs, the reading of your word, the listening of your word, and your presence here. We pray this through Christ. Amen. Share a word of greeting with others who are here in worship today. Welcome you to uh, this worship service today. Uh, we uh, things are a little different as uh, we are focusing on our youth group this morning, and actually they are leading this service. And uh, we are anticipating the ways in which God's going to work through through them to us, speaking to us. And uh, we're excited about our youth group. We're proud of them, and we are going to take a few moments in uh, a little bit to pray for them and to offer our support to them. But uh, we're glad that you're here, part of this service. We welcome the Genesee Rapids here this morning as their season gets going. And uh, we are uh, glad to see each of you guys here today. We uh, want to invite you tonight at 5 o'clock to a celebration of fellowship and ice cream in the community room. And we hope you have a chance to join us. Unfortunately, the weather isn't that hot stuff that we're looking for. We need ice cream. But, hey, you can eat ice cream anytime. And we'll have a good time uh, fellowshipping together. It's not really an agenda. You can come and go as you want. But uh, we'll, we want to invite you to be a part of this uh, gathering this evening. We do want to uh, take a few moments to uh, honor our graduates this year and to pray for them. And Pastor John is going to uh, take a moment to introduce them to you. Hi, everybody. It's good to have you here. As uh, Pastor West said, we're gonna. This is the time of the year when we like to recognize our graduating high school seniors. I'm gonna ask those guys to come on up to the front here. You guys, come on up and just stand up here if you're graduating from high school this year. Just line up across the front there. Awesome. Aren't they, aren't they beautiful? They are, right? Yeah, there they are. Yeah, I was thinking, you know, as we were singing that ocean song, you know, you call me out where feet may fail and the great, the great adventure that's coming. And uh, we're grateful for this group of young people, and we want to make sure that they know that and that not only that we're grateful for them, but we're going to be praying for them as they move out. They've been a part of our community of faith and will be. And we want to be sure that we take a moment to, uh, to ask God's blessing on them as they go. So before, right before we do that, I'm going to start the microphone over here. And I know not everyone knows everyone. So these guys are just going to say uh, who they are, where, what school they're graduating from, and what their plans are, the immediate plans for next year. Okay? Everybody got that? 
Amanda Hangreg, and I'm graduating from Houghton Academy, and I'm going to Houghton College. I'm Kelsey Maston. I'm graduating from Houghton Academy, and I'm going to Houghton College in the fall. Hi, I'm Jill McNeil. I'm, I graduated from Houghton Academy, and I am pursuing early childhood at the Belmont Boces Center. I'm Carolyn Case. I'm graduating from Fillmore Central, and I will be attending Houghton next year. Hi, I'm Patrick Kuang. I come from uh, Cameroon uh, in West Africa, and I'm going to be, I'm graduating from uh, Houghton Academy, and I'm going to be going to Creighton University in Nebraska. Thank you. Uh, my name is Davis Swam. Uh, I'm Vietnamese. I, I graduate from Houghton Academy. I will go to university at Buffalo in New York. In Hi. Um, my name is Avin De La Cruz. I'm from the Bronx, New York. I am graduating from Houghton Academy, and I will be attending Houghton College. Uh, hi. hi, my name is Alice Kajema. I'm from Rwanda. I'm, great. I'm graduating from Houghton College, and I'm so excited. I'm, I know, I'm graduating from Houghton Academy. My bad. <laughs> Hi, I'm Mai Nguyen. I'm from Vietnam. I graduated from Houghton Academy, and I'm going to Johnson and Will University in Rhode Island. My name is Rupa Kanakanchi. I'm graduating from Houghton Academy, and I plan to go into nursing. Hi. Hi, I'm Su Yuan Fu. Uh, I'm graduating from Houghton Academy, and I'm going to University of Connecticut. I'm, uh, I'm Ting. I'm from uh, China, Hong Kong. I'm gra- I was graduated from Houghton Academy. I'm, I will go to Houghton College. Hi, my name is Su Fu. I'm graduating from Houghton Academy, and I'm going to uh, Indiana University at Bloomington. I'm Elena. Uh, I'm graduating from Hotel College. Oh, uh, Hotel Academy. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jenny. Hi, I'm Jenny from South Korea. I'm graduating from Hotel Academy. I'm going to university to Johnson and Wales in Providence. Oh. Hi, uh, I, my name is Jing, and I'm from Taiwan, and I graduate from Hotel Academy, and I'm going to Washington State University. Hi, my name is Crystal Chen, and I'm from China. I'm graduating from Hotel Academy, and I'm going to Shanghai Community College. Hi, I, my name is Kaiten Guan. I'm from China. I'm graduating from Houghton Academy, and I'm going to Shanghai Community College. Hi, my name is Kel, and I'm from Thailand. I'm graduating from Houghton Academy, and I will be going to Penn State University next year. 
Hi, I'm Tina Tran. I'm from Vietnam, and um, I'm, gradu I'm graduating from Hotel Academy, and I'm going to Holton College. Hi, I'm Jane Tran. I'm from Vietnam. I'm graduating from Hotel Academy, and I'm going to the Art Institute of Seattle. My name is Daniel Peng. I'm graduating from, oh, I'm from China. I'm graduating from Houghton Academy. I'm attending to University of Massachusetts, Boston. My name is Gordon. I'm from China, and I graduate from Houghton Academy. I'm going to Indiana University at Bloomington. Um, my name is Ian. Um, I'm from China, and I'm graduating from Houghton Academy. I'm going to um, Northeastern University. Hi, uh, my name is Jacob Zhang. I'm from China. Uh, I'm graduating from Houghton Academy. I'm, I'm going to Indiana University. Hello, everyone. My name is Liu Zhen. I come from China. I graduating from Houghton Academy. Uh, I didn't make decision yet, but I'm not. Sh I'm pretty sure I will go to college. <laughs> okay, thank you guys. Now uh, we want to just take just a few minutes to pray for you. So I'm going to ask you guys standing here to turn around and just kneel down at the altar here. All right, turn around and kneel. Family and friends, if you'd like to come up and lay hands on, uh, on uh, these students, we're just going to spend a couple of minutes in prayer for them and asking God to bless them as they, as they move on to the next step. So, yeah, come on and gather around. And if you're one of the prayers, you may want to come on the inside of the aisle here and, uh, and Pastor Wes is going to start us off. We're going to begin our prayer time by uh, remembering the needs of the world and our own congregation and then to pray for these uh, young people who are kneel kneeling here before us. Let's pray. Lord, we come today in a spirit of gratitude and thanksgiving for all the things you've done in our lives. We thank you for your presence in this world and we realize how much we need you in our world. A world that's so filled with struggles and pain and heartache, with death and destruction, insecurities and fear. We continue to pray for the, the people in Nepal as they um, try to recover from these terrible earthquakes, grief, loss. We pray the anointing of your blessing upon each of them. We pray for your church in Nepal. We pray that you will continue to use your people as catalysts for hope in the midst of despair. We pray for our brothers and sisters around the world, many of whom face great opposition and persecution for their faith. 
And we ask that you would protect them and give them courage. Father, we pray for so many other places of the world where war and violence is just commonplace. It's the norm for life. We pray for your peace to come in these nations of the world. We think of our own nation struggling with injustice, division, violence. We pray for healing. Father, we pray for the work of your church around the world, and we think of the Christiansons as they are preparing to go in July to do a training session. We pray that you will bless them and anoint them and that it will be super productive for your kingdom. And, Father, we pray for our own needs. We pray, Father, for all who are grieving today, and we think especially of uh, the family of Edna Howard, for Dale and children, grandchildren. We ask for your healing comfort upon each of them. We pray, Father, for all who are struggling with health issues, for Bunny Austin and Mike Raybuck, Jill Tyson, Bruce Brenneman, for Bev Rett and Micah Christensen, Linda Roth, Dick Gould, Crystal Blake, Emily Crickler, and for others who are on our hearts and minds today. Father, whatever our struggle, we pray for your grace upon us. We've sent your loving arms around us. Father, we thank you for these young people who are kneeling here before us. They are so valuable to you and to us. We pray that they would know our love and our support even now as we offer our prayers for them. Lord, we thank you so much for each of these individuals, the ones that have grown up here and lived here their whole lives, and those that have come from so far away. And Lord, we just would ask your blessing on them as they leave this place, that they wouldn't forget the people and the things they've learned here, and that they would go out and do great things for you. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Father God, we're so thankful for the preparation that you have done in these kids' lives, things through their schools, things through the church. We're very thankful for all the people that have gone into their lives. And now as they not only start a new chapter, but for some of them, starting a whole new book in their lives, I pray that you will work in their lives. I pray that you will work with the foundation that has been set before them, that they may continue to just do things which are glorifying to you. Think, do things which always reflect upon you. I pray a special blessing upon each one of these graduates right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, thank you for the blessing of uh, these seniors that are here before us now. We ask that your spirit would go with them as they leave this place. We pray, Father, that as we know you love them, even more than we do, that the, the path that you are providing for them to walk down, Lord, would be an easy one, one in which they feel you guiding them with every step. I pray, Father, that they would look to you as um, they come into times in their lives when big decisions need to be made, that they would feel your love and encouragement when uh, times get tough, and most of all, that they would turn to you, Lord, that they would feel you guiding them and that they would love you in return. Our Father and our God, it's awesome that we can be here with our students here. 
kneeling at this altar. We give them to you. They're gonna, they've been in this church for a few years. They've been here their whole life. And this is their last Sunday of a lot of them that will be here at this church. The love that they've received, the words that they've heard. Hopefully, your love, your love has touched them. And as they leave, may they remember this place. Not just the building, the pastors, but the people, and you, Jesus. I pray that they remember you. In thy name, amen. Heavenly Father, we are grateful for these young people. We, we ask your blessing on them now. As they go out, Father, may they be very aware that you are with them. May they listen for your voice day by day, moment by moment. Father, give them the courage to listen and obey. We love you, Father, and we thank you for these young people. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. God bless you guys. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Uh, At this time, I'd like to invite the ushers forward, and they're going to assist us in the giving of our tithes and offerings. Oh, now mysterious, show me.
Our scripture reading for this morning is Mark 4, 35 through 41. That day when evening came, he said to the disciples, Let us go over to the other side. Leaving the crowd behind, they took him along just as he was in the boat. There were also other boats with him. A furious squall came up, and the waves broke over the boat so that it was nearly swamped. Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. The disciples woke him up and said to him, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? He got up, rebuked the wind, and said to the waves, Quiet, be still. Then the wind died down, and it was completely calm. He said to his disciples, Why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? They were terrified and asked each other, Who is this? Even the wind and waves obey him.
you may be seated. Let's pray. Dear God, thank you for bringing us here today, and I hope that you would let us open our hearts so that we all can hear from you. Amen. Imagine this. After a long, hard day of teaching and listening, you and your friends are ready to take the journey home. You head out on the water, and within a few minutes, you're fast asleep. While you are sleeping, a wild storm brews up, and all of your friends begin to panic. But you remain asleep, never noticing the harsh rocking of the waves. This is the setting that Jesus found himself in, in Mark chapter 4, verse 35. Jesus spent all day preaching of parables in the hot, desolate land of Palestine. Many of you know how draining teaching can be, and many of you have only have to teach for a few hours a day. But Jesus was out there teaching from morning till night. He was mentally and physically exhausted when they boarded the boat to head back across the lake. A few minutes after the ship set out, Jesus fell asleep in the stern of the boat. But while Jesus was sleeping, a storm arose. Wild wind, giant waves crashing into the boat, bright and deathly streaks of lightning. You can imagine how terrifying the storm must have been, for the disciples who were raised as fishermen were terrified. When the storm intensified, the disciples freaked out. They did not know what to do. They could not empty the water from the boat as fast as the water was entering the boat. And the waves were about to make their vessel capsize. In a panic, they woke up Jesus shouting, Teacher, do you not care if we drown? A drowsy Jesus woke up, and without hesitation, he rebukes the wind and the waves, saying, Quiet, be still. All at once, the wind dies down, the sky clears, and the gentle waves begin to lap against the side of the boat. When it was over, and everything was quiet... He turned to his disciples and said, Why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? He was not angry with them, but rather disappointed in their faith and understanding of who he truly is. The terrified disciples, finally finding their words, looked at each other in awe, asking, Who is this man? Even the wind and the waves obey him. After living with Jesus for over a year, they still ask, Who is this man? What kind of question is that? By this time, the disciples had seen many miracles performed by Jesus, like healings and the casting out of demons. They know what really makes him angry. They know if he snores after a long day's work. They know his blood type is O negative, the universal donor. They know who Jesus is. They know that he cries tears of sadness and tears of joy. They know that he likes his pizza with anchovies. They know who Jesus is. They know the compassion he has for the young, the old, the sick, and the outcasts. They know of his courage and his fearlessness of confrontation. They know who Jesus is. But when Jesus takes control of nature itself, they ask, Who is this man? While at first this may seem like a ridiculous question given their history together, it is indeed the right question. Throughout the centuries, people have struggled with this 
but we all need to find the answer. And at this moment, the disciples were finally realizing the answer. Jesus is God. Who is this man? Who do you say that Jesus is? I have lived in Houghton my entire life. I have grown up in the church. I know all of the youth group answers. Jesus, Bible, pray. I could list off all of the books of the Bible because I learned them in the Schmidt second grade Sunday school class. I've gone to a Christian school my entire life. Elementary school, middle school, and high school. I've gotten an A in every single Bible class I have ever taken. I, like the disciples, know exactly what it's like to live with Jesus on a daily basis. A lot of you have been in similar situations to mine. As believers, we find it easy to know about Jesus, but not really know who he is. For this reason, it is critical that we ask ourselves and answer this question. Who is Jesus? This story demonstrates that Jesus is God. This is such a significant and necessary part of the gospel story. Because Jesus is fully human as well as fully God, the sacrifice that he made for us on the cross has meaning. If that were not true, we would be lost. Jesus needs to be God in order to take the sins of the world on his shoulders. This divine side of Jesus makes him perfect, and only a perfect sacrifice could effectively bear the sins of the world. When we see that Jesus also takes the role of God, all of his teachings fall into place. In the passages before the calming of the storm, Jesus is teaching the people about the kingdom of God. We see that this emphasis is important because Jesus being God shows us that the kingdom of God is at hand, that we will one day spend forever in heaven. If he were not God, then all of Jesus' teachings would not add up. We long for a way to relate and connect with God, our creator and our comforter. Jesus as God is a perfect mediator and direct connection with our Heavenly Father. He is like us, but he is divine. He is human, but he is God. And once we realize this, just like the disciples, we can see him work practically in our lives. We all face storms, don't we? For me personally, I face the stress of school on a daily basis. This is something that we may consider a minor storm. No one is sick, no one is hurting, but it is a situation in which I call upon the Lord to bring peace. Six hours of school on top of sleepless nights due to homework is pretty exhausting, so this is one of my storms. In the same way, there are also much harder and serious storms that people face, such as dealing with the loss of a loved one or watching a spouse deal with a life-threatening illness. Each of us have our own personal storms, whether it is a storm in a relationship, such as a conflict between a parent and a child, a broken family, or even distance and dispute between friends. Maybe you're struggling with a storm dealing with life changes, such as a job change, a big move, or getting ready to graduate. Another common storm is even dealing with moral issues, like addiction or a recurring sin. No matter the storm that you are facing, Whether you think it large or small, Jesus can come to the center of it and bring peace. This does not necessarily mean that a broken relationship will be healed or that a loved one will return to a state of good health, 
but it does mean that we, um, that Jesus will bring peace in your time of struggle. You may not get the outcome that you want, but Jesus will bring peace in spite of your storm. We are like the disciples. We cry out, Jesus, why are you sleeping? Can't you tell that I am drowning in my storm? We get angry with him because we do not think that he is doing anything to help us. But little do we know what waits down the road. Jesus will stand up and say, peace, be still. Jesus can calm our storms. We can turn to him because we know that he is the one that is truly in control. That he will bring peace. So the question remains, who is this man? Jesus is God. Please stand and sing with us.
Will you receive the benediction? May you know that Jesus is God. And may his mighty presence bring calm and peace into your storms. Amen.